everyone. <laughs> I know I was going to stop saying this, but guess what? We're back, 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 back again. <laughs> it just I'm wouldn't sorry. be the same otherwise. Uh, dude, I did not even think about coming up with anything new. <laughs> it's one of those, we are on break, out of sight, out of mind, but we still love y'all. Mm-hmm. So we're back again for your enjoyment. <laughs> How's that? Well, tonight we decided we went through two dramas. I think they were both dramas, right? Uh, well, well, one was a... Uh, Supposed to be a comedy. A rom-com. A rom-com. A rom-com movie and the other a um, two-part um, series. Okay. Yeah. yeah the, the rom-com didn't feel like a rom-com to me. Parts of it did, but... Um, yeah, part of yeah. it. So we watched Bros, y'all. <laughs> Bros. <laughs> My favorite part. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what this movie was supposed to be. Like, yeah, I don't know if it was a flip the rom com genre genre on its on its head, or if it was a um. I I don't know. I expected I expected it to be as raunchy as another gay movie. That was my problem. I think. With a title like Bros, come on. Hmm. I expected raunchiness. I low-key was expecting it too, um, but it was actually clever than, you know, than I, because at first I wasn't quite, you know, into like the first half of it. Yeah, the first half of it, I was like, eh. But then it got better as it went along. To, kind of like same reaction as the show together. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it. I was just like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But then, the, the, the further along we went, the more I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, what's next? The more Go- I was into it. Yes. Yes, definitely. The um, God, the guy who plays the main character, what's his name? Uh, the main character is um Bobby. No, no, no. The guy who plays him, the actor. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna need to do a little Google search, but like, anyway, what was the? So the actor that plays him or whatever, I've never seen him in anything else. Or have I? And I just don't remember. Oh, I have. But he's played the bitchy friend. You know what I mean? And now he's playing the bitchy main character, <laughs> which is which which isn't as which isn't too far off from I guess the other characters he's played in the past. But um, I didn't enjoy him until, like I said, we're getting closer to. The middle of this thing of this movie, Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. If that's yeah. how you say the last name, <laughs> I didn't enjoy him particularly because I don't know. I don't know. Something is something was weird about the movie. Like I liked it in the end. Don't get me wrong. I did like Rose. I ended up really actually liking it, and it had its funny moments. Mm-hmm. But I feel like something was like maybe because I couldn't categorize not categorize. I couldn't analyze what it was supposed to be. Like what the message was about. It not just a message, but like what was the purpose of this film? Yeah, that's a that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. If it was just to add to the gay rom-com drama um genre, great job. Yeah. Great fucking job. Yeah, I'll have to um agree on that. But I kept I kept seeing hints of Sleepless in Seattle in it. I keep seeing hints of um how to lose a guy in 10 days. You got mail. You got mail. I keep seeing those hints in it. 
Oh my god. Throughout the entire movie. And every time when they mention years like 2009, 2003, 1995, <laughs> like, oh my god, will you stop bringing that up? <laughs> We're already feeling that effect. <laughs> yeah, so I just kept. I like the film, don't get me wrong. I actually really enjoy Bros. I probably will watch it again. No, stop lying, Tash. Stop lying. <laughs> just stop lying. It's one of those movies that you saw once, you didn't hate it. But you wouldn't exactly if it's quite on, watch it again. on television and I'm there, I'll watch it. Okay, fair enough. See what I mean? Because I did, like I said, the second half was enjoyable. Yeah, and there were some lines there that I thought were pretty, um, that just stood out, such as, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking oh, about Steve. this movie without telling you about the plot because it's still fairly new. Yeah. And I know. Everyone hasn't had a chance to see it yet, probably. So, you know, watch it so that you can have, like, an opinion of your own. Yeah, definitely watch this one. It was cute. It, it had its moments. The dialogue was a little off. There were some great lines in the dialogue, some great romantic lines. Yes. But I... also there were some lines that were just like, eh, you guys are not on the same conversation page here. What's going on? Yeah, so, uh, but that's, so yeah, again, the movie is fairly new. It was released when? Uh, this last year. Oh, I keep forgetting it's 2023. <laughs> last year. I know, I forgot too. Uh, but yeah, so make sure you watch it so that you can form your own opinions of what you think and so forth. Uh, oh yeah, it was released in September. Yeah. So not too long ago. Oh wait, ago. we could spoil our shit. This is <laughs> September. All right, let's go back. Rewind. <laughs> So in this movie we have Bobby. Yep, a yep, he who's he's from, very much an activist. Absolutely. Very much and he's trying to open an LGBTQ plus museum, the first of its kind. And then we have what's his name? The other guy. Oh damn. Uh let's see his uh who they're they're almost like opposites. But So Bobby not, is very active in the community. Very much um, involved in any all LGBTQ issues. Has his own podcast where he rants about um, how the world of gay culture basically is what he rants about. Yep. And then we have, and then he meets Aaron. Aaron, who is a gym bro, basically, is a gym bro. He comes off as sort of like a himbo. But he's a, uh, what was that occupation called again? Like, uh, you know, he does... Uh, he works uh, probate law. Yes, probate he law. He helps That's people um, do their wills and all that stuff. So he works in probate law. So when we meet him, they're in a club and that's how they meet. And they're both like, we don't do relationships and we don't like settling down and blah, blah, blah. And we're meant to be alone and blah, blah, blah. And then they hook up. After a few texts, they hook up. Mm-hmm. Again and again. And again. And again. <laughs> Except for that one time where I was like, hey, Steve. Oh, my God. The first time they hook up, you were just like, at first, Bobby was like, nah, I'm not going to do this. And then Aaron calls him back and then flash to them hooking up. And you're like, ooh. And then the camera does a wide shot and it's a foursome. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, damn, where did that come from? <laughs> where, I know. And there's some casual about it. 
he's uh, Bobby like looks around like how the fuck did I get here <laughs> and then he's like you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and the, the guys who are basically sucking off the other guy gets up and they're like bye yeah, they're like, like, like oh, you're, oh, are you leaving? He's just like, yeah, it was really nice meeting you guys. Like, and they're just like, okay, yeah, it was nice meeting you too. <laughs> it was hilarious. Just so casual about it. Like, damn. I'm like, I'm not having foursomes. I'm not being casual while having foursomes. But it was great. It was great. Yeah, that does kind of tickle me a little bit. Wait, so what ends up happening is they end up basically fallen in love slowly but surely and um because uh aaron is like not in the closet but you know he's still not quite fully open about, about his being, sexuality about his sexuality especially when it comes to his parents like they know but he's not he's not from buoyant with it that's what it is yes yeah. exactly because they do know he's gay um People around him, I guess, in the office knows he's gay, but he's not flamboyant with it. He doesn't... He, he, he He's straight passing. <laughs> he is so... He's straight passing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I think I because I, 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 um, also while we were watching this, um, uh, E made uh, uh, some drinks that had uh, some rum in it. So oh yeah, so it's still in my system for your for your watching needs. Here's the recipe: some Crujan rum, and it has to be Crujan. Get you can get a flavor if you want because there's many Crujan flavors, or you can get a regular Crujan rum, no flavor. We did a flavor; it was coconut Crujan rum. So part coconut cruisin rum, part cranberry, cranberry juice. juice, sparkling water. Did I put anything else in it? Uh, no. No, that was it. Other than the ice. <laughs> and ice. There you go. Yeah. And there you go. And that's a drink that you can enjoy while you're watching, watching this film. Yeah. That's what helped kind of like... Move it along. Move it along, yes. <laughs> the only thing we were missing were snacks. Yes. Or food. We, we did not prepare very well. Oh, we ended up having cinnamon buns, though, yes, with, we, with almond butter, so. That, that's pretty that good. good. Yep, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's that's foods. Yep, something to try out. There you go. So that's what you could do when you watch this episode. Um, drink and watch it, because it was a good movie in the end. So, surely and sh- surely and surely. <laughs> what? I was going to say surely and no, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, so slowly and surely. Slowly but surely, okay. Slowly but surely, they fall in love, and what proceeds to happen is moments from different rom coms. <laughs> yep, you know, because Bobby, he, te- you know, he's very like socially awkward like yes you know just about you know mention this one thing and off he goes about- yes he's very socially awkward and he's been hearing his whole life that so you have this overly flamboyant character who's very much into about gay culture and you have this other character who's not and bobby has been told his other whole life basically he needs to tone it down yep and to not be too much of this, this not to be, be too, too much, much of that, that. and um yeah so when he falls in love, so he has all these hang-ups about why he's not lovable, basically. And then Aaron then you've falls got in Aaron. love with him. 
And then I found the sweetest thing that Erin did is when their relationship eventually blew up, because you know this is a rom-com and that's gonna happen. Um, Aaron said to Bobby that the um, he that if he's not getting back with him because he thinks he's unlovable, that he wants to tell him right now that's wrong. That he that Aaron is living proof that Bobby is lovable. Yeah, I was just like. <gasps> What? It was so... It was such a good fucking line, man. Yeah. I was like, I would get back in bed with him (laughs) right now. Yes, it's so much better than hearing the the cliche, you're better than you think you are. You know, Mm -hmm. it's worded out in a way like, you go on thinking that you are unlovable. Well... That's not true. That's not true. You know, you you'll are. you'll you'll eventually learn that that that's wrong. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's a good one. That's that's right. That's a good line. Right. That's yeah. a good line. Oh, and this movie, you know, everybody knows. You guys know this too. That the genre I don't like the most is country. Ugh, oh, just, mu- yeah, like music especially songs like the the Garth Brooks kind of country. Sorry, Garth Brooks fans, I don't like his music. Eh. But anyway, it's just. So, well, this movie made me like a country song. <laughs> that was a self-made country song in the movie. Not one that is in public domain. But um, yeah, the song at the end was really good. I think I would listen to it again. Love is not love. Love or... is not love. Yeah, it was really good. They did a good job on the music for this. For this film, they actually did a really good job. Not only on the, the titular song, but also on other music within the film. The score is a good score. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's a rom-com, but not a rom-com. It's, it's a rom-com, but not a rom-com. It's a rom-com. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't, you didn't say that it was a rom-com, that it was like, what it was, was it? a rom-com, but I felt like it was a drama versus a rom-com. Yeah. More of a drama. Yeah. But it, in the end, it turned back to its rom-com roots. There you go. <laughs> there we go. That's I feel so that's, sorry for you guys listening <laughs> to this right now. <laughs> let's just go with that. Yes. <laughs> and let's see what else. Um, but yeah, we I, I I definitely would recommend. It's all available on Peacock. It's available on Peacock. It's also on Amazon Prime if you're a premium member. It's available on, or you could rent it. Um, so I would give it a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? Won't watch again, but 7 out of 10. That almost sounded like a rhyme. I know. <laughs> Tens across the book. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so RPDR is back for season 15, by the way. And it's on MTV, and I'm trying to figure out how I can watch this thing because... Wait, what was back again? RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, okay. Which she doesn't watch, everyone. Sorry. Ugh. I need RPDR fans and friends because this is too much. I need I need people who watch it with me so we could talk about Bianca Del Rio doing the pit stop. But that's okay. Yep, throw another in the wishing well. I know. I know. I know. So the next thing we ended up watching was a drama. Straight I, up drama. A, shh, girl, the drama was hot. But... Um, <laughs> The drama was hot. That's that's going to live in my head rent-free now. I take up so much space in her brain, y'all. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But we watched a drama. It was called The Man with the Orange Shirt. Man in an Orange Shirt. Oh, 
ooh, the man in an orange shirt? Yeah, with man the, in an orange shirt. Man. <laughs> the man in the orange shirt. It was a PBS drama. Yeah. And I'm like looking at her like, I'm like yeah, agree with me. Yeah. Um, you can watch it on um, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. If you do do the PBS free trial, that's how we watched it. Because I, w- I love PBS. I'm a PBS kid. I grew up with it. Watched it all the time. I adore it. But I'm not subscribing to PBS after all <laughs> for $4.99. PBS is free, okay? <laughs> PBS is free. <laughs> So, Man in an Orange Shirt is, I would describe it as basically Brokeback Mountain, but in post-World War II Britain. Really? Yeah, because, like, okay, you've got, you know, you've got our two male characters, uh, Michael and Thomas. One of them gets married because to be like everybody else. You know, it was because at this time, during this time, so the story is split into two eras. We have the first part takes place Ooh, in post World War Two. Post World War Two, and the second place, the second era is 2017. Well, during the post World War Two era, he got married because also not only to be like everybody else, but it was a criminal act to yes. be with another man. Unfortunately, like during that time. So if he his only choice was to keep secretly hooking up and then go to jail like Thomas did. Or get married, pretend to be normal, and just stamp down those urges. Yep, only that that which only results in just causing more pain for both everyone. of them. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, for everyone. So, <laughs> so we have. Oh God, what's his name? I forgot. Just Michael so, is the Michael. one who gets married. To, Michael gets married to Flora. To Flora, and Thomas is his is his lover. And it's so funny how we're, like, first introduced to them. We're first introduced to Michael and Thomas. And Michael, um, they met, he saved, I guess he saved he his saved, life. Yeah, he, yeah, Michael saved Thomas. And, you know, after, you know, while recovering, they started talking. And then right away we have a scene of Thomas is supposed to be drawing, because Thomas is an artist, he's supposed to be drawing these soldiers and then he's like, and then they're outside one day. Thomas is taking a piss and Michael kisses. Michael and Thomas starts kissing and you're just like, that escalated quickly. Very but, quickly. like Very quickly because it went from them kissing to Thomas, uh, not Thomas, to Michael going to Thomas's flat because the war is over. Michael, the way that time works in this um, drama was hard to follow at times. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you'd be like, wait, they were just on this scene, but like, how m-? and it doesn't tell you how much time has passed. Yeah. So, so we escalate quickly to them shacking up together, basically, mm-hmm. at a cottage that um, t- Michael. Michael inherited from his parents, who are dead. Or dead parents, <laughs> but it's a nice cottage, though. It is a nice in, the, cottage. in the you know in the English countryside, like ooh. oh, it's a nice place. So they're having this idyllic weekend getaway. Weekend getaway. Get it's, it's a couple months they were there, according to the time thing. Really, they're I having an idyllic life. They're building a life together, and. But all good things must come to an end. Yeah, all of a sudden, you're, they're mad at each other. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they mad? And he's like, oh, I have to get married. And you're like, what? 
And not only that, Michael said, you know, he wants Thomas to come to his, his wedding as his best as man. As his best man. And I'm just like, Damn. what? Damn. First you dumping him, then you asking him to come to his, your wedding and be your best man on top of that? Damn. Like, wow, that that's, that's, that's painful. <laughs> yeah, it is very painful. And poor Thomas, because, you know. He was in this relationship. He refused to conform to what society wanted. And he was like, he couldn't be out, but he wasn't going to force anybody to put him in. Yep. And nor was he going to, he wasn't even going to try to pretend. Yeah. Because he was like, this is what I am. And he accepted himself fully. Whereas Michael, on the other hand, he did not. He was too afraid. So he decided to conform, which sucked. And then I feel bad for Flora because she got so hurt in this, but I also don't feel bad for Flora because she's such a homophobe. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yep. Thanks, society. Ugh. Yeah. Because Flora, like, when she she's having a happy life, she's pregnant, and she, then she finds these letters that Thomas writes to Michael in regards to their relationship, even though they haven't seen each other in a long, in a long time. Yeah. Like, they... They had letters in the past and she finds out that Michael, her husband, who she loves and adores, is gay. Yep. And, and so she, in you know, in her anger and, you know, frustration and fear, she does what pretty much, you know, anyone else would probably do. You know, she took those letters and... Burned them. Lit them on fire. Fire. <laughs> But, um, so, and, and, oh, and so, yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah, she also was carrying Michael's child, so they become parents, and... And then we hear Thomas goes to jail. Yep. For public, not public indecency, what was Gross it called? Gross indecency. Gross indecency. That's what they arrested, was his name for, too. Oscar Wilde. Yep. Gross indecency. Yep. Yep, exactly. And when Michael goes to, to visit him... And when just kind of like giving a little bit of like what's going on, you know, with his own life that, yeah, they, you know, he's got a kid at home as well. And, you know, he would like Thomas to be their, his, his child's godfather. godfather. It's After like, all of that, I was like, you're sitting in jail for gross indecency, but you know what? Can you be my child's grandfather? Godfather? Like, what the fuck? Like, dude. Because I think at this point he was just trying to keep Thomas in his life. At any cost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he knew that wasn't going to fly with the wife. But he was like, can you be his godfather? Like, please. And Thomas is just like, no. No. I can't do that. When he finally... Because he Thomas got sentenced to a year in jail. And he did not want to see Michael at all during that time. He was like... when After that first visit, he was like, don't come back. And when the year is up and he gets out and Michael is waiting there with the flowers hiding um hoping to surprise him or something yeah I thought to myself oh my god at this point Michael I think Michael at that point was like okay I'm going to be with this man I'm going to leave everything in my life and be with this man I'm going to get him from the jail Mm -hmm. and you know I'm going to take care of this man because remember Thomas's mother offered them a place to go Yes, she and, did. In her cottage, in wherever place it was. Yes, she did. But I think Michael had decided at that moment, hey, I'm going to be with this man. But then when he saw everybody else come to pick him up, he, I guess the reality of actually being this one with this man got to his brain like, oh my God, I'm going to have to be out if I'm with this man with his friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. He chickened out. 
and I was just like, no. Shake he my chickened head. out. And then I was sad because then the episode was over and I thought part two would take us back to Michael and Thomas's story. And it never did. No. Nope. Part two was all about the great grandson. No, his grandson. His grandson. Yeah. And his grandson who's living with Flora. Like, Flora. like we don't, we homophobic don't, Flora. Yeah, <laughs> who, yeah, like we never really quite got a bridge of some kind. Yes, we did not, because we didn't realize it. Was, I didn't realize it was a grandson. Yeah, I just, I just only realized it because her name, the the grandmother was Flora, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's the grandson, because I was like, that can't be her son. Flora's too old. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We didn't get a bridge of any kind. We don't. We don't find out what happens to Michael. Uh, well, well, of course, because it's 2017 and he's not alive. We know he's dead. But we don't find out how he died, if they reconciled, Michael and Thomas reconciled, nothing like that. We don't find out what happens to Thomas. No closure, basically. No, we have no closure on that first relationship at all. At all. We just we, jumped We don't even to... know what happened to their son. Well, we know they're dead because, you know, the, the grandson... His parents, his parents, yeah, He's yeah, parentless. and so, so yeah, like we just pretty much jumped right into um, 2017, 2017, and the grandson's story, and he is, it's this is a more modern era, and he's gay, but he's still hiding that he's gay from his grandmother because she's a homophobe, from um, his workplace because he has hangups about being gay because of his grandmother. Yep. He has hang-ups about being gay because of his grandmother. So... So he would usually get into, like, these casual... Um, he's grindering everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What do they call it in there? Gruff or something like that? Gruff. They call it? Yeah. He's doing app hookups, and that's all he's doing. Yep. No, no names. No getting to know one another. None of that. It's just, you know, it's just sex. Nothing more. Yep. And so his... And so Flora... She tells him about the cottage, his grandfather's cottage, um, and the one that Michael was hoping to, uh, what's the word, to like- Renovate. Renovate to like, you know, get some, you know, you know, some, to, you know, to heat water and stuff like that, you know, make it livable because, you know, it wasn't during his, his time with Thomas. Yeah. So- um, but so now you have his grandson, um, Adam. Yes. Who basically has inherited. Has inherited the cottage and he's finally met someone who he thinks he can be in a relationship with it with and thinks he might, he might love Steve, not Steve. I have Steve on the front of the brain. <laughs> we didn't talk about Steve. Oh my God. Oh my God. Steve. Oh my God. So backtrack, back, backtrack. Let's rewind everyone. So in the first movie, um, bros, in bros, in yeah. bros, there's this moment when um, they're together. Yeah. Both Aaron and Bobby are, and Bobby together. are together. But Bob, um, Aaron's um, high Just, school crush has come out as gay, and he's at this party and he sees his high school crush and he wants to hook up with his high school crush and he goes to Bobby and he's like. Um, are we monogamous, monogamous? Or can we, like, you know, Loki, like, can we hook up, basically, is what he's asking him. And he's like, well, I'm not a monogamy person. And they hook up, and then there comes Steve. Just this casual rando comes up to them, and they're, he's like, hi, I'm Steve. 
So, um, what proceeded to happen is the most awkward foursome ever. It's not I, even a foursome. I know. It's, it's like, a threesome plus one. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Steve. So it's, it was hilarious. So it's funny. So then, then the awkwardness is going on and somebody bursts in the room that they're in. And so, of course, the foursome stop. And he tells him whatever message he has to tell him. And then he's like, oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve is just so like, oh, hey. And it's just like, oh, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- so, yeah, that name is going to be something of a running gag. It's for a while. It's going to be a hey, Steve. <laughs> so, back to... Fast forward. <laughs> yep, fast forward to uh, Man in an Orange Shirt. Man in an Orange Shirt. <laughs> to 2017. So, Adam meets this man named Steve. Totally different I, I Steve. Know, who's totally an different Steve. A, a, um, uh, what's the word? He's an architect. architect. He yes. An uncertified architect. Yes. And so he, so he brings Steve to his grandfather's cottage to assess. Renovate. Yeah. To like, you know, assess to assess and renovate. To assess and renovate. Exactly. And so he. What happens is they end up falling for each other. It's very uh, slow. Would this count as slow burn though? Yeah, it was slow burn, but not too slow. Maybe medium burn. Well, no, but maybe not slow burn because like. When they first met each other in the vet's office, he kind of liked him, and he knew he kind of liked. Then he went out of his way, and he brought the the, the thing to him. And, yeah. And at that point, you know, you knew they liked each other, but he was already in a relationship, so he couldn't do anything about it. Yes. Even though their relationship was open, then they get to the cottage, and then shit happens, and you're like, oh, we like each other, but they didn't get into a relationship till yeah, kind of medium burn. Okay. I had to redo it in my head. Sorry, guys, for that stream <laughs> of consciousness. Yeah. That's what you get. Because <laughs> we don't edit. <laughs> Still not editing this podcast. No. So, sorry for you guys who are listening to this random shit. <laughs> You're going to need to take notes as you take go along. Take notes as you go along. I have a pen and paper ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, um, so when we learned that his name was Steve, we're just kind of like, Hey, Steve! (laughs) That's what connects these two entirely different titles. Yes. So, Man in the Orange Shirt, my viewpoint on it, it was a good movie. It was a good drama. It was a very good drama. Mm -hmm. I really wish they had a third episode, which um, would go back to the first... um, To the first part. To the first part and, like, wrap up their story. Because I felt like Steve and Adam got a wrapped-up story at the end. Yes, and at least they, that there's potential to get closure. Yes, yes. And then with the relationship with Thomas and Michael, there was nothing. Yeah, we were pretty much just left on the edge. Because, yeah, we were pretty much just left, just left hanging because mm-hmm. um, how part one ends is, you know, Thomas is out of jail, you know, clean-shaven... He meets, um, you know, he meets Michael's son. He gives him a little, he gives him a present. And, and you know, the family leaves. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. To happen is they're on, Michael and his wife is on the bus and Thomas is looking at them. And Flora gives um, Thomas this look because Michael is not looking back at Thomas at all. He's concentrating on his son because he knows like he doesn't have the willpower, I guess, to look back at um Thomas, Mm -hmm. but the wife looks back with this smirk on her face, like I've won, and then without having to say without having to say anything, and then in the 2017 episode when it comes out about Michael being gay to the grandson, she was like, I thought I won. 
But I was like, yes. Like, I, 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 I was thinking that, but I also wasn't thinking that. So it's just like, yep, you called it. Yeah. She's like, I thought I won, but she didn't win anything. What she won was unhappiness. Absolutely. Because I would have left that man. I would have been like, okay, you're gay. That's fine. But you know what? I'm going to leave you. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that if it weren't for the homophobia, you probably would have aged a whole lot gracefully. But yeah. that's just me. Yeah. And I'm sure she didn't leave him because the time period at the time, divorce weren't really a thing either. That is true. But I would have found some kind of common ground, I think, if I had to stay in that type of relationship. I would have been like, you have your lovers. I'll have mine. There you go. And then let's raise our son together. Something to reconcile all that hurt. Exactly. Because she spent the rest of her life with that hurt. That it even overflowed to her grandson. And she knowing he's gay. At one point she calls him what, an animal? Yep. Like, that's that's disgusting to live with that so much hurt like that. Yep. But all in all, I would give the man in the orange shirt 10 out of 10. Okay. No. I lied. I just wanted to say 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, I'd probably give it, like, I would probably also give it, like, maybe a 7. Yeah. Like, I love the premises, you know, I love period dramas, you know. Well, would this be count? Would this count? It would be counted as a period drama because of the first half. Okay. The first episode is a period drama. The second one is not. Okay. But then yeah. again, it's 2023, so. Oh. <laughs> I think it was 2017, so maybe it's a period oh, drama. My a goodness. modern period era or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. So yeah, it's a semi-period drama and it's like, you know, see, this is what I, well, you know, this is one of the things that I would like. I like period dramas, but let's have some gay but maybe, maybe, just maybe, without the trauma or the drama, you know, it'd be nice <laughs> to get some joy. Like, a sort of escape thing, and also for aesthetics. But, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, so, I would give it like a sub, because also the way they transition between time, time periods, periods and so forth. Like, like, wait, weren't we just over there at this time? How much time has passed? <laughs> yeah, how much time has passed? Between these two events happening, I don't know. Yeah, and um, yeah. the lack of closure for Michael and Thomas, like, we don't really know what happens to them. Yeah. I just felt like it was just hand-waved off. Yeah. And all we have left are just the things that they left behind, like... The letters or, you know, the painting or... And the letters and the painting doesn't explain anything. It just explains that they loved each other. Exactly. And that's it. So I, I'm assuming Michael spent the rest of his life with Flora and her his son and just being unhappy. And Flora never forgave him. Cause, and you know they never slept together again. And you know they never had any type of relationship again because um, Flora stated, I'm just your sister who's happened to have your child. Which is still a weird pair. Wait, put it in. <laughs> she literally stated that, guys. She literally stated that. And I'm just like, I don't think that's the correct word choice there you're going for. Even Michael said so at the beginning. Like, he was writing a letter to her while he and Thomas were still stationed overseas. Um, like, you know, yeah, she's basically like a sister. We grew up together and so forth. And it's like... But so, that's why he married her, too. Because if he found a girl that he he didn't know, she would have had all these expectations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least with her, with Flora, he had a loving it was someone that he, yeah, relationship someone he knows. with. Yeah. Like a, a loving, I don't want to say sibling, but <laughs> a, a loving relationship with already. 
So he didn't have to fake loving someone because he loved her. He just didn't love her in that way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But still, just the way it's worded out, it's like, oh, you had to, you had to make it sound weird. Yeah, they had to make it sound weird. <laughs> But um, yeah, I would say watch this film. It's very it's very good. So watch it if you get a chance. On uh, yeah, on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Both films are on Amazon Prime, and you can also watch Bros on Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> did you did you watch that TikTok I sent you about the the guy who's the cockmaster or something like yes, that? Yes, I did. Oh my god, that <laughs> shit had me laughing. And he was like, I asked viewers to send me pictures of their cock, but how much of them were? 198 of them were not cocks. They were cocks. (laughs) And I was like, 198 of them. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about roosters. Like, (laughs) why don't you just say the word rooster? But then it wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be though. funny. Yeah, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be funny. A, yeah, it wouldn't be hilarious. He's a rooster daddy, I guess. But yeah, it was hilarious. I rooster loved it. Rooster daddy. Okay, yeah, that sounds like daddy. a. That sounds like a. Uh, that sounds like I don't know, like a username for for a hookup or something. Yeah, just call me rooster daddy. <laughs> it, oh, it sounds better than the other one. That is daddy. true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds better than cock daddy. So okay. guess what, viewers? We have finished. This is E and Z. Z. Welcome back for our whole new season of this shit. Because that's what you're getting. <laughs> that's what you're getting, this shit. Yep. So What you well, hear is what you get. Yep. <laughs> um, background noise and all, because we don't do what? Edit. Nope. <laughs> not at all. Not today, not tomorrow, not in the future. Maybe in the future if I stop being lazy. Because I know you for sure aren't editing shit. <laughs> Maybe in the future if I stop being lazy. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we're back again for another season four, season five, season five. Season five, guys. Damn. We've had five seasons of this shit? Yeah. yeah Thank yeah. God we like doing it. <laughs> Five seasons of this shit. Yep, this is episode. Yeah, this is um episode one of season five. Season five, episode one. Damn. Well, guys, let us know in our comments on Spotify or Apple or wherever you or Anchor. We have listener requests on. Let us know what you want us to cover this season. This is a whole new ball game, and our social media still isn't fixed. <laughs> We're on social media, just not doing anything. Just not doing anything, yeah. (laughs) We're still on Tumblr. We're still on Instagram. We're still on TikTok. The only thing that gets things done to it is Tumblr. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry, y'all. I really need someone to hire someone for social media because I don't think I'm getting to it. Yeah, but we will see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It could be another year of those social media. That's what we say now, but but this year will be different. This year will be different. We have resolutions. (laughs) Make that a goal. (laughs) Achievable goals. That's why I said resolutions, because you know how I feel about those. Yeah. (laughs) We have resolutions. One, fix our social media. Two, connect more with our listeners. There you go. There you go. So guess what? We are out. Bye. Bye.